You're about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. Gossip Girl here, welcoming you to the new year. When Manhattanites who flew south for the sun return to their Park Avenue purchase, which means I have a lot of catching up to do. Word is Serena Vanderwoodson tangoed in the new year in the plaza of Buenos Aires. Guess that means Lonely Boy was all alone when the clock told 12. And what about Little Jay? Rumor is she's trading runways for hallways. So long, high fashion. Hello, high school. Blair Waldorf has been spotted making inroads at the Colony Club. With high school nearing its end, has Queen Bee found a new social ladder to climb? So the only real question remaining, where in the world is Chuck Bass? And is he ever coming back? Hello and welcome back to Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I am, of course, Liz, and I have my wonderful co-host here, Michelle. Oh, hey there. There she is. Tonight we are discussing season two, episode 14, In the Realm of the Basses. Original air date is January 5th of 2009. So Michelle and I were discussing it's been almost a month since last week's episode. This episode was directed by Tony Warmby and written by John Stevens. <gasps> Did I don't John... have my summary. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> I didn't post my summary on here. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say John Stevens wrote the OC this, this week? week's OC episode we discussed. Wow. It just it always happens that way. I know. I'm going to pull up my summary right now. <laughs> Uh, I was like wondering why my pages were so short. And I was like, oh, three pages. That's it. Alyssa, your head is not here. Hey, it's like when I forgot the haiku. (laughs) And I was like, wait. Things just happen. Okay. Summary for this episode. With Chuck missing since his father's funeral, Jack arrives on the Upper East Side to help Chuck pick up the messy pieces. But first, he has to find him. Trying her best to forget her last painful exchange with Chuck Blair focuses her attention on being accepted into the most prestigious ladies club in the city, Colony Club. Jenny returns to Constance Billiard and immediately takes on Penelope and her posse of mean girls. But no one is going down without a valiant gossip girl worthy fight. Meanwhile, after Serena tells Dan about her recent breakup, they decide to get back together. So let's just start off with that. Yes, please. I have some wonderful news Aaron is on the island. Goodbye, Aaron. Goodbye, Aaron. I mean, he's in... He, he is literally in Buenos Aires. I was going to say that, yeah. By himself, floating around there. Because last week, I knew it was his last episode, but the way that they show it, you seem... it's. I didn't want to ruin it for you saying, like, this is the end of Aaron, because right. then you would have known what was going to happen in this episode. So I'm so glad. PSA to everyone. No more Aaron. Thank Jesus. Can you share what your sister Shanna thinks of this whole yes, triangle. So my sister Shanna, who, as you guys know, is an OG Gossip Girl watcher, has seen it many times. Not the biggest fans of Serena and Dan, but she feels as though Aaron was just thrown in there just to make you like fight for Serena and Dan to get back together because that's just how pathetic Dan, I'm sorry, Serena and Aaron's relationship was. You guys let us know what you think about that. But I mean, as an audience, each week we were talking about Aaron. It's like we just wanted him to get off the screen. Yeah. Yeah. So now that he is peaced out, I'm happy to say I can go on. And not does it change my opinion of Padge and Serena? Like, no. I still think they're just as pathetic as they always were, if not even more pathetic, because they literally get back together in the first like 10 minutes of this show, <laughs> of this episode, I should say. But mentally, they've been wanting it for so, for so long. long. Blah, 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 blah. Before we get into the episode, I just wanted to tell everyone what the glassful of gossip this week was, or is, because we're still drinking it. Thank you, Michelle, for supplying the drink of the of the night, the glass of gossip. You're welcome. We chose the Kirkland brand, 
I, I did a little teaser in last week's episode. We talked about Kirkland for a, a long time. I caught most of it, but it was a good Kirkland uh, segment, and Ant might have a Kirkland podcast. So anything Costco, you can go to Ant. Stay tuned. Um, but it's their Italian sparkling mineral water. It's delicious. It's like a knockoff Pellegrino water, and we just squirted some lemon in there, and I'm calling it the Colony Club. Oh! Because we talk about the Colony Club and also like club soda. Yeah. You know, sort of, even though this isn't technically club soda, but. But, and I think this is a beverage that these fine ladies. They would drink. They'd be like, give me a seltzer. Yeah. Or, you know. From New York. (laughs) Not from Long Island, but they're from New York. They would. They would want bubbly water. They would. Only the best water. Sparkling. You wouldn't get flat water. Only they probably wouldn't opt for Kirkland. No, they wouldn't be they buying would Kirkland. They would go Pellegrino. for Pellegrino. Yeah. But if you're looking for a knockoff of Pellegrino, highly, highly recommend. This is delicious. It's very smooth. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's jump in. We go to school. Well, we're getting ready to go to school in the beginning. We're at the loft. We're now knowing that Jenny is going back to Constance after yeah. all these months away. And she meets up with Eric there. He mentions how nobody has seen Chuck and his uncle Jack is in town. He's out for the search of Chuck and, you know, he's been picking up the reins and Eric is like appreciative of it because nobody else knows what to do with this whole Chuck situation. Yeah. To sum up, I kind of grouped everyone's storylines a little bit um, together. So to sum up the Jenny and Eric bit, uh, Eric asks if she's nervous to see the minions again. And she's like playing it off. Oh, man, I tackled Eleanor Waldorf and I you know, did my own fashion line, blah, blah, blah. But also, yeah, I actually am a little nervous to sure. see them again. Yeah, I would be too. They're intimidating and they're awful, as we see. And then Nellie Yuki comes up to her and she's like, oh, my God, Jenny, I can't believe you're back. And I'm so excited. And the minions are like, Nelly, what are you doing? You didn't get me my frappuccino, blah, blah, blah. And so Jenny's like, what the hell? Do you always let them treat you this way? And Jenny's like, mm-hmm. I mean, Nellie's. She's like, yes. What's shocking to me is that Nellie's still going through this. She is. And what's shocking even more to me is that Jenny, like, forgot that they treat people this way. She's like, right. wait, why are you getting treated this way? It's like, I you know. were her. Right. What, Jenny? And you did it. And you did it, too. With the yogurt on yeah, the steps you to were Blair. There. You were there. So it just, I thought that was hysterical that she, like, all of a sudden forgot she used to be one of them. Right. Um, but Eric jokes that she's now the new Jenny Humphrey. Yes. Because at one point, as we said, Jenny kind of was their bitch. Yeah. Then she got to be with the cool kids for a little bit. Then she dropped out. Now she's back to being, like, one of their people. She's like an they, outsider. Yeah, one of the people that they torture, generally. Later on at Pinkberry, Jeremy and Eric are watching the minions abuse Nellie. Jenny then approaches Penelope, another scene that made me laugh because she's like, can you just not, can you just be nice to her? And Penelope's like, oh yeah, no problem, sure. Spills yogurt on her own shoe, makes Yelly, Yelly, what is, (laughs) I keep wanting to say Jenny and Nellie together. Jelly? Jelly. And makes Nellie come in and wipe the ice cream off of her shoe with her finger. Yeah, because uh, a napkin napkin would smear and smudge. Yeah, it would smear it on. While Nellie is doing this, Jenny gets so upset that she, like, escorts Nellie out of there. She's like, no, they're not torturing you anymore. At the Waldorfs, we have Blair receiving a letter from the Colony Club. She's being considered for membership, which is weird because she's like the only high schooler that's ever been invited you can tell later on these women are not young women they're not even in their 30s they're not it's like a whole i don't understand I feel why like they it's would just want her a, it's a certain stage in life when you're in high society and yeah. they're to me just women who are in different stages of life there's no other way to put it right and so for blair who has this whole life of ahead of her i think it's interesting that they chose to invite her to potentially join this club and i wish they would have said oh my mom yeah maybe like oh part of it or turn it down or something you know know. i thought the whole thing was a little bit random but gave her something to think about because she's trying not to think about chuck yeah and so to sum up this blair um talks to Dorota about 
how the the club is a good way to take her mind off Chuck. Blair then gets a text from Jack saying that he found Chuck and he's bringing him home. And so she decides she has to go. She's going to head over to, I guess at that point, they're going to head over to the Vanderwoodsons, but yeah. we don't actually get there. Uh, yeah, we do. We go up in front of the, the Vanderwoodson house to sum this part up. Jack takes Chuck out of the limo. He is annihilated, can't even stand. And Jack's like, tell the teachers, you know, he needed to take a personal day. And so then Blair heads home to finish the rest of the stuff with her party. Uh, we doc- talked about it a little bit, but we went to the loft earlier. Dan is still there <laughs> waiting. It was strange. Like Jenny left super early to go to school, but then Dan was waiting at the loft because then at this point Rufus comes home. Oh, good point. I just realized that um, he's back from his <laughs> quote trip with an artist trying to find this artist that doesn't exist and it's been what we learn has been a month because rufus has missed christmas and, and new, new year's. year's right because for christmas that's when aaron and serena are going to buenos aires and everything was happening so yes it's been a month it's past new year's we're back at school so he's been on the hunt for um over a month i have words to say yes but you'll save them yeah okay uh, they hug it out and Rufus is like, why don't I bring you to school? And Dan's like, I'm not five anymore, dad, but thanks. He's like, no, we can catch up. It will be fine. Um, and at that moment, Rufus gets a call from another adoption agency and they inform him that they can't help him because the case was a private adoption and uh, there aren't any records of any any of the babies so he should speak to the mother directly and he's like oh i guess i'll have to do that yeah and this also confirms that she put the baby up for adoption right so the baby it wasn't a miscarriage it wasn't an abortion she had the baby a boy yeah and she gave it up for adoption because she was 19 and she tells him later on like i just wasn't i wasn't ready we broke up I didn't know what to do with myself. My mom was like my only person and I, we just thought that that was the best solution, which very valid. Yeah, it is valid. Um, just to go back to Dan a little bit, he runs into Serena at school. She's sitting on the windowsill. It's like she knew he was coming. She also says that she just got off the she plane. Just, just landed and well, goes to vacation school. vacation like that, whatever. That's neither I know. here nor there. But okay. the, de- the small details that we focus on. I know. Um, but she goes in and tells him she got a phone call. She got an email from her mom. Lily told her her and Rufus will never be together, even though last time she saw them, she was like thinking that that was the path that everyone was going on. And so Dan's like, yeah, I know you could have called me or emailed me. And she's like, well, I wanted the dust to settle before I knew anything was going to happen. And I broke up with Aaron on the flight before they go to Benacera. So like in the airport or on the plane, she breaks up with Aaron. And then she continues to go, what an awkward 15 hour flight. Like, why? Why do that now? So she, I guess, basically traveled Buenos Aires herself, danced, ate, drank, did whatever by herself for the whole month. Weird. Wouldn't you want to come home right? and see the boy and that you've knowing, been yearning for? Knowing that your mom is obviously going through it, your stepbrother is nowhere to be found, your other poor brother who's very fragile at yeah. times, and then you're like supposedly in love with this person, Padge, and you don't want to come home to him? This is I would also have just a like small detail we're focusing on. small detail. And like, I didn't even think about it until I'm literally talking yeah. about it with you. I'm like, wait, this makes no, zero sense right. to me. Whatever. They get back together. He kisses her. Things are jolly again with them. <laughs> jolly. Jolly, jolly. Later that afternoon, Blair tells Serena that she told Chuck she loved him. And I'm just laughing because Serena's like, oh my god yeah that's amazing and blair's like no bitch you're not listening he never (laughs) he didn't say it back he's like being absolutely awful to me and and serena's like oh okay well you know he'll say it eventually i'm sure it's fine and at this moment padge comes in kisses her and blair's like gotta go ew she's like literally all of us she's like i couldn't care less so and the way she cringed and moved her neck back Like the three chins, like, and it's all, and she's like, you could have just sent me a postcard. It's all good. You don't even need to tell me. Don't even because it's true. Serena didn't tell Blair, but Serena and Padge just got back together. Just got back together, and like I said, 
Blair is all of us. Nobody cares. No, thanks. Yeah. Later on, Blair sees Chuck sparking up a doobie at school. And she's like, what the hell are you doing? The headmistress is, could, could she come out any second? This isn't you. And she says, look at me. And they stare at each other. And she just feels and sees like nothing in his eyes. And she's distraught about this. Of course, the headmistress comes out. She catches him with the joint. And just to sum that up, we have a meeting where Blair is defending Chuck in you know his honor. He doesn't care at all. He's just relaxing. And... Then Jack comes in to vouch for him. Which makes sense because it is his own living relative. It is. His only, unfortunately. Right. And this part cracks me up because Chuck smiles. He's like, oh, hey, Uncle like Uncle Jack. And Jack's like, I picked you up from the... <laughs> I got yeah, you. Because he didn't remember. I thought that part him. was so funny. Yeah. He's like, we, we talked yesterday. You saw me. And he talks like, oh, have no recollection but it's also funny to me that Blair is like I'm gonna speak on behalf of Chuck because he's not in the right state of mind and obviously I'm the person to do that right it's like unfortunately honey you're not unfortunately you're not it should be Lily unfortunately but she's grieving but she's grieving so Jack is here to pick up the pieces barely if you can call it that right so uh, the headmistress asks Chuck, like, promise me it won't happen again because Blair pleads like he's not in his right frame of mind. Look at all that just happened to him in his life. And he's like, yeah, for you. And then like literally holds a joint in his hand again, walks out. And she's and Jack's like, uh, how long is the suspension? Like, we know it's going to be bad. He gets it. Later on at the gallery, Lily arrives to see Rufus and he demands to know what happened to his child on I understand why that is. And Lily then let it slip that it was a boy. And Rufus said that she can't keep this from him. He doesn't regret anything in his life. He loves his children. He's meant to be a father. Like, please don't take this from me. Yes. Here's where I want to interrupt. Okay, please. Okay. Not to interrupt her flow. Please go. When he said this, right? The best thing in his life is that he's a father. Yes. And it's the thing that gives him most joy talking to his kids before they go to school and at the end of their day. However, however, you leave your two kids for a month during Christmas and New Year's to go find out about your adopted, about your son who got adopted. Right. He or did, the adoption. And, he and didn't even know it was a son. went on an extended period of time to go on tour too and leaving his two children who were very vulnerable at the even time as that, well. Even that, that part, <laughs> I no, won't I even hold against him. This though, I'm like, dude, you have two kids that you actually know and birthed and have cared for and you're leaving them during Christmas and New Year's. No. Yeah, I it's know. fucked up. I'm sorry. And you could have waited until they go back to school and maybe have a little bit of conversation, but you acted on impulse of like, I have to go figure this out and visit every adoption agency in the Boston area. Right. To to kind of talk about how Lily feels, because I feel like the way she presented it, I was like, yes, Lily, I understand you. She, and then yeah. we talked about it a little bit before, but she's like, hey, I was 19 I did this because I wanted this child to live his life and not like have to be bombarded by us now. But now Rufus is like trying to find him, but she's like, it's a close adoption. Like there's really nothing I can do and I can't help you. And Rufus, I think just kind of chalked it up to like, she doesn't want to help me. Right. But, but she, she, she gave she up the right. She, can't. she yeah. technically cannot help him. So yeah. he's mad about that. And he leaves because, she won't or can't help him not that she's not hurting just as much quick scene after he has that horrible moment he comes home to find dan and serena making out oops we're busted ew this part just doesn't sit well with me but like as a father i'm like okay rufus he's like serena it's good to see you but you need to go home like it's not it's not a good time right he now. he says he doesn't want her in the house when he's not he, there it makes him uncomfortable and Michelle was like, yeah, you don't want another oopsie pregnancy now, do you? <laughs> right. Uh, we can go to the next day. Dan is ignoring Rufus at breakfast. He's upset that Rufus doesn't want him and Serena to be together. Jenny's so confused. She's like, wait, when did you get back together? Wait, Dad, when did you and Lily try and get back together? She's so confused. She's been out of the loop. And so Dan is, he's pretty pissy. And he like gets up, says some snide remark, gets up and... Rufus tells Jenny, like, mind your own business. Get to school. Get to school. 
we go to school and Jenny has this like meeting with the minions and she's vouching for Nellie to be like let off the hook don't make fun of her stop tormenting her and Blair is there and they all look at Blair for assurance and they don't know what to do Blair is unamused she's like you know I have more things to worry about than this like just figure it out yourselves so Penelope takes that as like the torturing is not done yeah and their whole case is that it takes so long for someone to be initiated like it's an honor right and Hazel's like I did disgusting things and so forth and then the other thing is if it gets out that someone was in and then was released, like they're, it's a they big would deal. Be, they would pretty much be like obsolete because right. it's like you can come and go as you please. So it's like, what's it, the point of... It doesn't work like that. It doesn't. Right. While that's happening, Dan and Serena, you know, meet back up again and Serena's like, how'd it go with your dad? And he's like, oh, my mom and your mom and my dad, blah, blah, blah. Like they try, but it's not going to work. Um, and so they were like, they're trying to figure out what happened there because their parents are obviously not telling them something. So they decide later on to go and investigate. But before that, Blair's runs up to Serena and she's like, have you seen Chuck? We left it really badly after headmistress Queller found him with the joint. And she's like, Serena's like, oh, he'll turn up. He'll turn up. And Blair's like, no, you don't understand. You're not taking it seriously. I know something is up. He's always come back straight tie and all. And now it's like, he's not even there. He's a void personality. And so Serena can tell that Blair's like, obviously worried. Yeah. She's really upset. And so, uh, Serena decides if Blair can't find him by tonight, she'll help look for him to sum this up a bit. We go to Victrola, which Blair thought. Thank you. I totally forgot the name of it. We thought that Chuck gave it up. However, he says the night before he rebought it and Blair finds him there with two ladies. They're being all gross and <laughs> he admits, yeah, he, she wants him to go back to the Vanderwoodsons. He keeps saying that he doesn't have the family there. He's being so rude to her. He's tormenting her with that, like, I love you thing again, right. which is awful. It's kind of mocking her. It's mo- exactly. He's mocking, mocking her. And he uh, said Bart was right about him he was always right about him and this is what he would amount to and Blair just leaves because she's so upset about all the snide comments he was saying about her to sum up after that Serena and Dan quickly go through the loft to try and find whatever piece of the puzzle they can find originally Serena goes and she finds what we now know is Allison's engagement ring. So she thinks that Lillian and Rufus got engaged, but she said no. And Dan's like, no, no, no. <laughs> so the breaks at honey. that point, Blair is leaving Victrola. She's devastated. So she texts Serena. I need you now. Serena decides that she has to go. And so Dan keeps looking on his own. He finds Rufus's bag in there, finds a number on a map of Boston, calls it, and it ends up being the adoption agency. And so Padge is like, what's this about? What is this about? We get a quick scene of Blair. She comes home. The colony ladies are almost arriving and she just sits down in front of her mirror. She's trying to get ready and she just breaks down. But then in Blair fashion, she's like, nope. I gotta go work. I gotta I, do I it. I loved this scene. Loved it. Yeah. Because it shows her being vulnerable and being human. And then it was like, oh, no, no, no. Use that, honey, to yes. fuel you. And she just wipes her tears and wipes the tears and walks herself. away. At that point, Serena does come to check on Blair. And um, she leaves because then the colony ladies come in. And after that, the ladies question Blair about being friends with Serena, knowing Chuck, knowing about Bart and Lily. And at first Blair's like appeasing them saying that like, Oh, they're just distant friends and we don't have any relationship. But then immediately takes it back and says, look, Lily and Serena are great people and I have to go. And because Chuck needs me. Right. So she leaves to go and find Chuck to sum up the Jenny storyline. I feel like now I'm jumping all over the place, but to start to sum that up, we go back to pink Berry. at first Nellie, Jenny and Eric are at the minions table and they're pissed. And they're like, why is Nellie hanging out with Jenny? And at that point, a bunch of people from school come. And so like, they can't even sit down. Penelope gets so upset by this that she decides to call her dad <laughs> To tell him 
to tell the headmistress that she's being bullied by Jenny. So Jenny meets with the headmistress about the bullying and Nellie reveals that she knows all of these girls secrets that they would all be revealed if she quit. So that's why they're not letting her quit. So Jenny brainstorms. She's like, okay, I, now I got something. Yeah. Because stupid on their end. Stupid. So stupid. You don't tell like the slave girl. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Just don't, you just don't, you just don't. To go back to Dan, he arrives at the gallery to see Rufus. He's demanding information because he just found this phone number in the adoption agency. And Rufus states that he cannot talk about this. He's like, what did Chuck tell you? So Dan's like, wait, why does Chuck know? And I don't know anything. And so Rufus is like, dude, just give me one day. It will be best for everyone. And Dan's like, oh, that's not good enough. You know, as much... As I love Rufus. And as much as I don't really care for Padgy, Mm -hmm. in this scenario, I feel for Padge. Yeah, because he's like, you've been keeping secrets from me for a month. You were gone for a month. And you were gone and you weren't finding artists. So what have you been up to? And Chuck knows something? And now Chuck knows something. Like, no, you're wrong. This doesn't fly. It doesn't. And... Rufus is like, this doesn't just affect me, though. It affects Serena and it affects Lily. So, like, can you just give me a couple of minutes? But Dan doesn't want to hear him out. Well, when you're a teenager and you're told no and you're super curious. You just storm out. Meanwhile, we have one of the uh, latter parts of Victrola. Dan angrily then shows up at Chuck's party. What was Chuck's party for? They were calling it the... It happened... Was it like annually? They said something about like a bass something or. Oh, really? Like, I didn't even catch that at all. Maybe I'm making that up. Maybe. But if anyone can send that to us. Yeah, I could have sworn they said typical. Maybe it was just a bass party. I don't know. Well, he was opening Victrola again. So maybe, so maybe just, that. Okay. That's what it was yeah. for. Dan arrives there, though, furious, wanting to know what Chuck knows about his dad and Lily. And Chuck says, well, because you canceled your story on my dad. I guess we can be even and I'll tell you what's been going on. And he reveals that Lily had a baby with Rufus. Rufus obviously is now just finding out and they put him up for adoption and um, with Cece's help. And so Dan's like, oh, shit. And Chuck's like, yeah. And like Serena doesn't know. And when she finds out, like, that's probably going to be it for you guys. Right. And so you can see like Padge's wheels are turning. He's like, oh, shit. What do I do about this? Eric then arrives and he asks Chuck to come home. He's like, we miss you. It's very sweet. And Chuck then says something really devastating. But, you know, he's like, I, I liked having you as a brother. Yeah. And Eric, I guess, didn't really put two and two together that that, that was his like send off. Like, well, I'm yeah, so I, devastated. Right. I think it's also Chuck's delivery and tone. Oh, yeah. You know, right. the way even just to go back to the whole page scene just the way he delivered that like you're not the firstborn humphrey yeah it's always so dramatic yeah. everything is oh, always so dramatic everything uh chuck decides he's going to go up on the roof and see everything from a bird's eye view or whatever he says while that's happening eric gets a text from jenny and then he goes outside the minions are looking for her too jenny then comes in with nelly yuki and says if the girls don't stop making fun of her, they're going to blast a big gossip girl blast and reveal all of their secrets. And it was like Hazel made out with her cousin more than once. And Penelope's dating her dad's partner. And it was like, and Isabel, do I, do I have to say anything about Isabel? No, because that's Isabel and she's very dense and yeah, silly. Um, and Penelope admits that she wins. She's like, okay, you win. And Jenny's like, why? What? What? And she's like, you're the new queen. Isn't that what you wanted? And Jenny's like, no. I she's, I just wanted to help out Nellie. They're like, ew. You did this just out of the kindness of your heart? And Jenny's like, yeah. This is so funny. Penelope's like, ew, I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm so bored. <laughs> and she leaves. And then Jenny's like, wow, nothing has changed. And Eric says, well, on the contrary, actually, you have. Yeah. But the funniest thing I think about that whole scene was Nellie Yuki. Oh, my God. Because Nellie Yuki is like, wait, so you're not going to be queen? I actually was just following the next hierarchy. Right. I'm going to go back to Penelope. And I was like, no, Nellie Yuki. 
Jenny's like, wait, you played me? You She's played like, me. I thought you wanted to be it. So I was like, yeah, sure. But Let now me get that ahead. you don't. Right. And so <laughs> she goes off with Penelope. To sum up, Victrola, Blair runs into a junk, a drunk Jack questioning him where Chuck is. Eric then tells them, oh, he was going on the roof. Chuck is extremely drunk, dancing up there. He takes a bottle of alcohol and he's just chugging it up on the roof dancing around then Blair and Jack run up on to the roof because Blair's like wait that means like he's on the roof he likes roofs it's not good this is not a good situation and they're trying to get him down and Chuck says like Bart never wanted him and nobody wants him and then he screams I'm Chuck Bass but nobody cares and Blair's like but I care Hmm. and like if you died I would be like absolutely devastated and I couldn't live on so can you do this for me and like can you step off the roof and finally, he does, and he collapses in his in her arms again. After last week, we saw that that's like his go to is yeah. like collapsing into Blair's yeah. arms, and he says to her like he whispers like I'm sorry. So I feel, ugh, but also Chuck. when they got on the roof and Jack yells, yeah, <laughs> she's like, don't yell at a guy she's on like, the you ledge, idiot. you idiot, you don't yell at a guy who's on the ledge. It would scare him, and of course it does because he's like, Wait, yeah, what he the almost hell? fell. Yeah, and the whole bottle just like falls off the ledge and cracks into a million pieces. And it really gives him perspective because his vision gets all shaky. He's like, holy shit, this is real now. Not good. Later on at the Vanderwoodsons, Rufus arrives to see Lily. And this was a scene I was kind of touching upon before. But he tells her that Dan knows and he's probably going to tell Serena. And Lily's like, oh, my God, my kids are going to hate me. And you hate me too, right? And Rufus is like, look. I don't hate you. Your kids don't hate you. We're going to get over this eventually. But you had 20 years to figure this out. I just found out about it. So I'm going to need some time. And he said a good line of, I don't hate you. I hate that you didn't tell me. I hate that you didn't tell me. Right. Like you could have told me told me all of these years that something happened. But like- I guess when you just... You bury something and then and then I don't think she really intended on intertwining her life with Rufus ever again. And I don't think she did this to be malicious because she said, you know, I was so young. I didn't know what to do. And my mom and I just we hid it because and then you just hide it and you don't want to let it come to the surface. Because why would you bring something up that's so, so hurtful too? yeah, it's hurtful because it's such a big part of her life. She was in love with Rufus and now she has a child that is half his and she's too young to to keep it's too much and she just she just didn't know what to do and so she made the right decision at the time her and her mother together i love how she calls her cc she doesn't call her my mom yeah um they decided to do that together to sum up this end dan and serena want to talk at victrola and dan's like yeah yeah, yeah, i'm gonna tell you everything i found out and as he's about to say that Rufus does call him and say, hey, if you haven't told Serena, please don't because Lily wants to tell her kids herself and this is not your secret to tell. Please promise me that you won't say anything. What would you do? Uh, Here. Okay. So that scene. I would have to say it. I would have to say it. You would have to say it. Yeah. (laughs) We We were commenting this, commenting about it on commentary. And this is a common thing that does happen in TV shows. Like, oh, I have to talk to you, or oh, I have to take this phone call, and the person's, like, two feet behind. Right. It's always like, let me go talk to you in the kitchen. It's like, if someone brought someone to a loft kitchen, I could hear it. Right. right? In my house, I could hear it if you whispered. And so this, he's on the phone, and like you said, mentions Serena. Multiple times. Mentions secrets, and she's like, Honestly, me thinking about this, if Randy were to go take a phone call that his dad was just calling him about something that like literally had to do with us, I would be like hovering. Me too. Hovering. Me too. And then afterwards be like, what did he say? Yeah. <laughs> like, especially because the topic is so hot. It's fresh, fresh off the boat, especially too, because he's like, yeah, I have something to tell you about our parents and about us and whatever. And so Dan doesn't decide to tell Serena and Serena's like, oh, we're gonna be great. Our mom, our he's like, he told her that our parents are actually taking a little vacation together. They're going away, and so Serena's like, oh, okay, that's weird, but 
it's fine. We'll be fine. They're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Dan's like, <laughs> yeah, sure. Then Lily and Rufus pretty much leave in the car together to go, go and find, try and find their son. Wh- How? How? If they don't have any information, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see for sure. One of the last scenes, which is actually the last scene that I'll talk about, is Jack and Blair are putting Chuck in a limo after this whole debacle of him almost falling off the roof. And Blair says, I think he should go back to the Vanderwoodsons. And Chuck, uh, Jack's like, no, no, no. He can come back with me. I promise I'll take good care of him. And Blair's like, yeah, I've heard that before, but we'll see. Keep a close eye out on him. And then she says, Chuck can never find out what happened on New Year's Eve. And Jack just like nods. And that's it. What do you think that means? They hooked up. You think Blair and Jack hooked up? Yeah. Okay. And I just came to that conclusion right <laughs> at this moment. Because she doesn't say what happened between us. She just says what happened on New Year's Eve. Or he helped her out of a jam or something. Something like that. This right? whole time, and again, this is all coming to me right now. Yeah. When she said that, for some reason, I... I don't know why I had a lapse of time judgment while watching, <laughs> but I was like, oh, he was so drunk. He doesn't remember what him and Blair talked about and the I love yous. But I was like, no, Michelle, New Year's. We didn't see New Year's. Oh, happen. you didn't want Blair didn't want Jack to remind Chuck that she said yeah, I love you. But that's, I get what you're that's saying. not it. And then the other thing is this whole time. I'm like, how does Blair and Jack have this rapport mm-hmm. this whole time? And then I'm like, well, how these kids do, you know, they've all been intertwined with each other. So they know each other's family and the aunts and the uncles and the moms yeah. and the dads. But now I'm like, either he hooked up with her or he helped her with something. Some situation. Yeah. Yeah. Because they do say he's a relative from, I think they said he's been in Australia. Yeah. Some sort of part of Bass Industries. You don't exactly know what just yeah. yet but right so yeah really why would any of these kids have know anything about him or have any sort of relationship with him when he doesn't even live here right and so if we we haven't seen new years but maybe we will go into it like a flashback mm-hmm. serena's in traveling chuck is gone nate is who's nate who's nate who the fuck is or nate? who and vanessa's too we haven't and seen vanessa's her in a with her episodes. parents so blair was alone on new year's Unless she spent it with her mom and new stepdad. Which, so he's on the island? Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. So Cyrus, we just never see Cyrus and Aaron again. Together. Uh, you don't, no. Do you think that's weird? <laughs> yes, it is that's weird. That's his son? Yes, it is weird. Never comes to any family thing. No future weddings of the kids. Well, there are future weddings of the kids, but. No, I know. I know what you mean. But I guess the parents um, don't attend the future weddings of the kids. Well, Cyrus isn't on the island. No, I know Cyrus okay. isn't on the island. <laughs> but I know I the continuity with like keeping up with the Joneses. Aaron's mm-hmm. his son. We should be seeing him more. Do but they reference him? I don't remember. Do they keep him alive? I really don't remember. Like they I kind of not. kept Caitlin Cooper alive. I through this year ago. Yeah, they mentioned her I'm as a going joke. To just guess and say at least one more time. Yes, he'll probably be mentioned, but can't say for sure i have Shanna. no recollection send us, send us a dm yeah or you got whoever is whoever. an og watcher and they remember yeah or don't remember let me know on at three gossip girls pod so we'll take a break and come back with our segments are you looking for a history podcast to grab some quotes for a last minute paper or maybe your presentation on jane Eyre needs a punch up then do not listen to us do not like we're begging of you <laughs> I'm Ashley. And I'm Kelsey. And we host Make It Modern, a podcast where we talk about history, literature, and all things made before the year 2010 in a way that would probably be frowned upon by any teacher. We basically delve into the past and stumble into the present. We discuss things like what type of rosé is appropriate for a medieval execution, and how we've all been bingleyed one time or another. So if you love hearing about people, places, and things with so many issues they could be a Julia Michaels song, join us every Thursday on Spotify and iTunes. And be sure to follow us on Facebook at Make It Modern and also on Twitter and Instagram at capital M-I-M underscore podcast. Welcome back from break. Going to start with our 
as always, pathetic trivia. No. Yeah, the episode is based off of the movie. I'm totally going to butcher this. A no Corita, which is in the realm of the senses. I guess it Oh. Spanish movie? I feel like I should mash up every time we both say, I know we're going to ah! butcher them. We should, we should just mash up everything we say. <laughs> everything we say? Tree Ho Bowl of Noodles is up on Patreon if you guys want to check it out. Um, uh, Serena's Flickr username, I guess that's the website. Oh my God, Flickr. Yeah, yeah of course. Servant with. So it's S-E-R. It's like served W. So Serena Vanderwoodson. Mm-hmm. And TV.com had Chuck as its MVP this week. Did you have a Flickr account? I didn't. Mine, I think, was. Flickr. It's a weird name. Either like Blue Sky or, oh my gosh. And also like Beans Sprouting for You. Oh, that sounds 100% familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Michelle and her bean sprouts. Yeah. Music in this episode, we had No One Does It Like You by the Department of Eagles, Who's Crying by the Temporary Thing, Like a Spoke on a Wheel by the Little Ones, Will Scarlet by Magic Bullets, I'm Not Cool by Soho Dolls, May Day by Uncle Ricochet by Shiny Toy Guns, My Crown by the Sugar Migration, and EST by White Lies go into we have a few questions on instagram mm-hmm. yay woohoo first we'll read del fast del underscore fastos questions our friend michael he says happy streaming night we start off the episode finding out sad news that aaron and serena broke up wait no one is upset about that but the good news is that petty boy Padge mm-hmm. and bombshell blake are back together i'm sorry michelle i know you don't like them together but please forgive me they just got back together for this time, and now Padgy has to keep this giant secret from his old new girlfriend. It's true. Michelle, how do you think Serena will find out about the secret? Oh. He says, will it be from Lily, Padge, or a Gossip Girl blast? Ooh, throw in in that Gigi. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Ouch. I didn't but, even. But, like, so predictable, right? Yeah, I didn't even <laughs> think about that. It's a great point. Who also. The only- oh, sorry. No, okay. no you read all of it, and then we'll get into it. Also, do you think we are going to meet this half-brother? If so, which actor would you want to see casted as him? Oh, my God. It's such a great question. That's a wonderful question. I love this question. Who do you have in mind? I'm so bad with names. Ooh. Oh, my God. There's so many Okay, so actors this is, wait, this world. is 2009? This is 2009, the beginning of 2009. Oh, oh Jesus. Gosh, I talk with my hands, so the Same. Is. I'm like, Oh, what a time. Just to go down memory lane for a sec. And everyone's like, snooze fest. I was like done with college. I graduated in January of 2009. Craziness. And Chris and I you know, drink and eat Oreos. Um, okay. Actor. Wow. We were going, we were trying, we were doing the math. Yeah. So he's roughly 20 years old. Now that I'm thinking about it, Nicole and I like, we're trying to figure it out, but if it's he Rufus does say it's been twenty years. Yeah. So I don't remember, but I can assume he's twenty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who was hot in two thousand nine? Two thousand nine? What was I watching in two thousand nine? Like what teen dramas? I'm trying to right. think of do you have an actor in mind? I mean I was watching Gossip Girl. Uh yes, well. I was probably watching Gilmore Girls, too. Yeah. You know who would be good? Hmm. What's his name who plays Logan? Oh. <laughs> What's his name in real life? Shit. Chutsky, I, Matt. Matt Chazuski. Oh, my God. He'd be perfect. He would be so good. Perfect. You know, because I'm trying in my mind, I'm like, okay, this actor could work, but they're not even... For some reason, I'm thinking CW and I'm going more now. Mm-hmm. Like, but that wouldn't work for 2009. They'd be too young. So I'm like, who was in the... Chad Michael Murray. Chad Michael Murray. But he was on... He was on the uh, on One, Tree, One Hill. Tree Hill at this point. Or was he off? No. 10, 11, 12 is when One Tree Hill ended. He might have been off. He could have been good. He could have been good, right? That would have been fun. Oh. <gasps> Because w- he could look like he's 20, but he can also look like he's 40. Yeah. 
And he could he could be a Rufy Lily hybrid. Right. Is it pathetic of us to say just a wandering hill character? <laughs> well, no, because honestly, that's where my brain went, but I didn't want to say it. He would be good. But Matt. And Matt just, just whatever. Just whatever it. Sorry, Logan, Matt. Logan. I think would be. He'd be great, too. So good. Uh, Michael, please let us know your pick. Yeah. That would Actually, be everybody. Please. Everyone send us who they think would play a good Rufus Lily son. Yeah. Um, he also says, I know people love Cher, but I honestly can't stand, stand how much Blair puts herself out there for him and he just treats her like shit. Asking Blair if she was going to say I love you again was such a low blow and uncalled for. I get he's grieving and everyone grieves differently, but even when Bart was alive, he was still shitty towards her. This is why I prefer Dan and Serena over Cher. We meet a new character this week, Jack Bass. What are your what are Michelle's thoughts on Uncle Jack and what do you think happened on New Year's that Blair was referring to mm-hmm. at the end, which we just touched upon? I tried to do a headband count this week and I realized it's harder than I thought it was. See, our job is very hard. He says, I counted 21 headbands. There were a lot in the background scenes, so I may have lost count along the way. Can't wait to hear Michelle's thoughts and theories. P.S. Two or three episodes ago, Michelle briefly said something about a possible Friday Night Lights podcast, but didn't go into detail. Is that a future possibility? I hope it is. Small, silly little Yes, that's not what I wanted to say. A very, very small teaser is what I wanted to say. Yes, just not right now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe once the OC is done. The wants and hopes and hopefully. We have so much hope, hope for. It, yes. There's no. There's just no time in the day. There's also just no specific time. So. Right. No time. And guarantees. True. Right. Yep. But yes, it is very, very high on top of the list. Perfect way to put it. So his questions, can you repeat for me, yeah, please? Yes, so he asked originally, um, do you think that Serena will find out yes. from Lily, Padge, or possibly a Gossip Girl blast? I would love for it to be a Gossip Girl blast because I think that would be really entertaining. However, I could see it coming out from Dan because how long are they going to be traveling for and how is padgy boy going to keep this in right now that they've rekindled and they're going to be all lovey devy and you know pillow talk i'm like i so i gotta tell you this it's dying Eating me up inside yeah and part of me is like could it come from chuck but perhaps chuck is healing and now and is not gonna i don't think he would spoil it for serena i'm trying to put myself in their shoes or in Let's just say Dan's shoes or even Serena's shoes. Yeah. And like my parent, my mother, and Randy's father had a baby together. (laughs) And he knew about it, but I didn't know about it. And then I find out he knows because either my mom told me or he tells me. And then I don't, and then I'm mad at my mom because she didn't tell me. I, I don't know. I don't know what the right situation is yeah, i don't know I mean, which way is worse which way is worse yeah i mean your dad if you're pad right promised asked and promised you right your dad asked you not to not to like promise like please lily wants to tell serena on her own terms so how do you not respect how do you that? not respect that you should respect when that. he called and he's like great i'm glad you're with serena i'm with lily i was like oh man we're gonna have a big family meeting right now Get Eric, get the troops. Let's sit down and just talk about this. And that's not what happened. It would be nice. It's so fishy for them to break up. They were, I mean, right. this was it. And then now they're traveling together. Right. And their kids aren't going to ask questions. And then Serena, I can see it happening. She's going to be like, you know something. You know something. <laughs> Let's have a freaking fight about it. Or it's be very Serena of her to like not even put two and two together either. She'd be like, oh, I had no idea. My Our parents were just fighting, but now they went on vacation together. Me, I guess, but I'm going to hope that she's better than that. Me too. <laughs> Muse Shake on Instagram also sent us questions. She says, I don't know where to start. First of all, never apologize for laughing and going off script. Last week's episode had me laughing <laughs> my phone. so hard all the way till the end. I like the idea of getting people on the phone live. I slapped someone, but I was much younger. My sister was even watching with her friend. 
There was a girl I guess she was picking on me, and my sister said something along the lines of, I better just slap her. And I don't remember if she ran away mad or sad. I just remember walking towards my sister with a smile on my face. <laughs> oh, my God. The beginning of the episode when I saw Padge and Serena kiss, I was like, oh, here we go again. But hoping maybe this time it will work because their problems last time were Serena lying. And now they have a sibling between each other, which Chuck told Padge that now they can't be together. Isn't this exactly like Pet- Betty and Jughead from Riverdale with their half sibling? Speaking of Chuck, it's just sad to see him so far gone. I get that he is grieving, but he's being so hurtful to Blair. I don't trust his uncle. I feel like he's acting much younger than his age. I'm glad Blair talked Chuck Blair talked Chuck off the ledge and he finally apologized, but what is his secret? But what is the secret? He cannot know what happened during New Year's. What is she talking about? Lily and Rufus, so it was about an adoption, and now they are going to go look for their son. Do you think Padge and Serena can actually stay together after finding out they have a half-sibling? Yeah. Yeah. Riverdale did it. And That's this what I said. Like, I'm like, Betty and Jug had been doing this for years. Yeah, well. <laughs> sort of. Kind of no. <laughs> um, are you on Rufus's side when he told Padge not to tell Serena? Do you think Padge should at least have mentioned that she needs to talk to her mom about it, but there's something he can't say? Yeah, yeah. I would maybe do that. And we didn't see that happen, so right. maybe he does. Right. She wants to know, do you trust Uncle Jack? No. Okay. Joey. Just... Joey Quinn. Oh, you looked up his name? I did, because I couldn't remember, and then it came to me. He played Joey on Dexter. He was Deb's boyfriend. Mm. Like, as soon as he got out, I'm like, oh, my God, who is he? Do you who remember what season it was? Mm, I don't. It's, oh, sorry. I know you dropped the your phone on the I'm floor. I'm just going to leave the phone on sorry. the floor. Uh, but... Yeah, Deb's Deb's boyfriend. Hey, Joey. Hey, Joe. Joey Quinn. <laughs> Joey Quinn. Vic also says my MVP was Serena for dumping Aaron. Just kidding. It was Blair. <laughs> it was Blair for two big reasons: sticking by and saving Chuck, and telling those bitchy, condescending, privileged ladies off. I can't stand people who make cruel comments like that. Oh, and where was Nate? Is he lost again? I don't see him. <laughs> He's lost in Central Park or something. Vic also said there was very nice coats in this episode. Beautiful yes, coats. And I just wanted to shout out one person that left us a really sweet comment on one of our posts today. Um, it's at it's Karen with a K. Just found your podcast and I just love it. I've seen Gossip Girl a million times. Sometimes I watch out of order, but there are times I do a full marathon. So curious to hear everyone's thoughts and opinions as you rewatch again. Oh, so thank thanks. you. Karen with a K. Love Michelle's that. Karen. Mom's Karen with a K. Yeah, my mama. So let's go into some fashion. How many headbands do you have? 22. I had 19. 19. So clearly I missed. Michael had 21-ish. Yeah. So anywhere from 19 to 22, we'll, we'll say. <laughs> yeah. Um, what other fashion did you enjoy? I was obsessed, as you heard, with Chuck's outfit in the school. Michelle loved his like relaxed outfit. The top coat with the banana yellow simple t-shirt with trousers and then these black and white loafers. Give me the whole outfit. I want it. I want to wear it. Maybe we can recreate this scene. Why don't you, you style that? me as Chuck in that scene? Oh, by the way, I talked to my sister about the tour. Yeah. And she was like, it's just not the right time yet. And what we're talking about is I have been asking Liz if we can go on a Gossip Girl tour. We live so close to New York City. And I was like, you know what? I Obviously around spoilers and stuff like that. So Shanna said it's too yeah, soon. Yeah, she said there, there will probably be places that we haven't really gotten to yet for a significant moment. So probably not best just yet. But maybe once the show is over, we can definitely do it. That's so long. I know from it's now. so long from now, but okay. Sorry, that's okay. Um, I liked Rufus's leather jacket. Yeah, in the first scene when he came home. I love Nelly Yuki's glasses, the big blue yeah. glasses. Mm-hmm. I liked Blair's like really blown out curly hair with like that poncho she had on in like the first scene. Yeah, amazing. I like Serena's hair. She definitely got a trim. Or her extensions are out, whichever one it is. And as much as I can't stand Penelope, I liked her yellow shoes. Yeah, I liked her blue eyeshadow, too. I feel like her eye shape is so amazing that eyeshadow just holds really well. Um, I liked Lily's black poncho. I like a lot of ponchos in this episode. Um, 
Blair's ruffled white top oh. with the green tights. Very J. Crew. I loved that. Yeah. Oh, Blair's hat and dress for the colony party. <gasps> Her little beret. With the studded collar. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, I have Serena's leather jacket because Serena has the best jackets. She does. And Blair's green coat when she goes to see Chuck at Victrola. Mm-hmm. Oh, die. Okay. How about some quotes? Yeah. I love Blair. I thought I was leaving high school behind. I guess you never do. Yeah, that was pretty good. To the Colony Club. Oh, my God. Love that. Little Jay trading runways for hallways. Mm-hmm. Nellie Yuki is the old new Jenny Humphrey. <laughs> Uh, new year, focus on new encumbered future. I'm really happy for you. I'm going to go vomit now. Blair, the best lines. When Blair just says to Chuck, who are you? Yeah. And then he says, hello to you, lover. Oh. Ooh. But the way he says it, you're like, I hate you. Yeah. But yeah. also like, I love you. I don't. <laughs> I'm good on that. But I understand. I find it gives a softer high. Uh, P. Tone down the crazy. Tone down the crazy. I love that. Hazel's like, uh, girl. I like when Rufus says there is a right way to talk about all of this. It's true. He's not wrong on that. Yeah. You're telling me this was just a good deed? He has a thing for rooftops. Yeah. And then everything but you. I think that's all I thought. That piece of work, Chuck Bass, needs me. Yeah. That's good. MVP and shittiest? Yeah. Okay. Wait, hold on. Yes. Okay. I'm good. You're sure? I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. MVP. Yep. Three, Three two, two, one, one Jenny. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Mm-hmm. So I chose Jenny. I feel she was really good in this episode. Yeah. My constant back and forth with Jenny. But, you know, I like that one, she's hanging out with Eric. But Eric has no friends, I'm assuming. But I, know. I do like their friendship. And last episode, it's like I said, I felt that she always uses him. But in this, I feel we actually saw them hanging out. Right. They were actually friends. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, it will last that she's going to not get a part of that crowd again because she can't deal with it. And she knows better. And the fact that she stood up for Nelly Yuki and stood up to Penelope. And she did it all for a good deed because she doesn't want to be queen. She doesn't. I picked Blair mm-hmm. um, mostly for what Vic has said that she supported Chuck no matter what. And she's always his rock. She told off the colony club ladies. I just really I enjoyed her. She let herself be vulnerable still, yeah. which is big for her. But then we loved that she like wiped away her tears and was like, no, I got to go and finish what I started. Yeah. I just, I really liked her. I like the switch in her. Like, Same. it's not just all about business, Blair. Like, I'm Yale Blair. I need to get where. And you know, I I'm like headed. that she told the minions, like, I don't give a fuck. I got other yeah, things to worry she's about. Like, eh, you guys are like old news. No. I don't care. You deal with this petty stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Shittiest. Yes. Very easy for me. Same. <laughs> Three, Three, two, one, Penelope. Penelope. I mean, come on. She's so. She's awful. She gross. is. 10 times more mean than Blair. She's just, she. well, the thing is, we know more of Blair and we see the other sides yeah. of Blair. She's just not as entertaining either. Right. No, she's not. She's just mean. She's one dimensional. She, one, that's it. She's mm-hmm. a one dimensional. Mm-hmm. Just, ugh, she's awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Patron of the week? Patron of the week! <laughs> it's patron of the it's week. It's patron of the week. It's Patron of the week this week is our forever friend to the network, our good friend Jessica, mm. who is always supporting us. She's been around for many years with It Takes Three, and she started out with Treehill Talk, and we just love having her in our Patreon fam. She brings such joy to us. She's always listening. She's always liking and, and sharing she's everything from, love from us, and we just love you so much, Jess. So thank you for being our forever friend thanks jess okay michelle yes girl the time you go in a distance tell what you think <laughs> is going to happen in season two episode 15 
Gone with the Will. Okay. So we have Bart's Will. Will is red. Will is red. <laughs> Jack is there. Yeah. Jack's like, give me what's mine. It makes sense. I'm going to run the businesses. Give me the real estate. Chuck, is that? And then Chuck. Okay, so remind me. Lily said she didn't want a part of the will. She did say that. But she probably has to still be present. I'm sure she does. As she's still Lily Bass. She's still Is Lily Bass. Is she going to be back or are they going to, their little rendezvous of adoption tours uh, are going to be interrupted because she has to go back because the will needs to be read. Mm. And then Chuck will show up and he'll, I think he's going to be on a little better. Not as disheveled. Uh, still a little dark. Very because dark. he's Chuck. He's Chuck. He's always dark. <laughs> so we'll get that. In the meantime, I, I'm i going to make a prediction here just for funsies that Padge will tell Serena. In this episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it'll just come out. I know she's so dense, but I'm I'm going to hope for high hopes here. That she's, she's getting, that she comes she's, on to him. Because like- the thing is, she was the one who... Was like, Padge, we need to go through the apartment to try to find something. So it has to be on her mind. Right. And then she's not going to let that go. And then Padge obviously is going to tell her some kind of lie when he gets off the phone. Or he'll be like, oh, you have to wait till your mom tells you. And then she's like, oh, come on. Like, we did the whole keeping secrets from each other. We can't do that anymore. If we're going to do this, we have to start off fresh and be honest. <laughs> That whole round. Sounds exactly how Serena would sound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it does. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so then he'll be like, you're right. And they'll go through it. And maybe, which I think would be cute, hashtag cute time, is if he sat Jenny and Eric down and told his, like, siblings, little siblings. Kind of. I mean, they're not really siblings. But, but it's like, hey, listen, let, let me tell my sister and your brother and you all at the same time. And so then at least we're on a common front when we go and verse the parents. Right. It's probably not what's going to happen, but that's what I would like to happen. I like that too. I like group settings. So it's stuff of like that. Of course. We always love group hangs. We love always. friendship. Yeah. And especially with this because Jenny and Eric are so close and Jenny loves Serena. She, she adores her. I think she her. idolizes her. Yeah. Yeah. And in this episode, she's like, Serena's like eight times hotter than you. And like they're together. And she's the best thing that happened to you. Best so thing. Yeah. She's obviously team serena i know it still like boggles my mind that these two people like are together padge and serena yeah yeah and it still cracks me up because in real life they were also together how long not did they anything date for i think they maybe only dated for a season one. Oh, okay so they're past I'll, dating i want to confirm well clearly serena has a taste for the artsy kind of folk i guess inquisitive he's she's different that's what it is patch is different yes, than the other he guys is different so in that sense and then blair i think will just be dealing with being the support for chuck this is just an article um now to love.com they fell in love and were together for the first three seasons of the show wow from 2007 to 2010 okay so they're still dating still dating now so that's fun for them it is fun to like date your significant other on the show and then date him, you know, obviously in real life too. I mean, maybe it's fun. I don't know. I'm assuming. Who knows? I'm trying to think think about like me working with my significant other. Like maybe for a time it would be fun. Maybe, but maybe also, not all the time. <laughs> I mean, the kissing and the makeout scenes are always so awkward anyway because yeah. there's just a lot of crew around you and it's not romantic at all. Mm-hmm. But maybe it would be a little less awkward if you already less kissed awkward. that person. Yeah, I know. That's how I'm trying. It's kind of funny parallels too of like Jughead and Betty. Yeah. They're dating real life. Yeah. They have share a brother. Uh-huh. <laughs> Spoiler if you haven't watched Riverdale or caught up. But Good point. Um, yeah, isn't that interesting? Hmm. A brunette so, and a blonde. I'm a brunette just... and a blonde. Oh, my God. Um, a writer. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's so many parallels. <laughs> Their parents, FP and Alice, obviously. Yeah. Them. Weird. Weird. And then they dated when they were younger and then didn't date for a while and both got married and did their own thing. Right. FP and Alice, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm like, like <laughs> really comparing here. It's so true. Interesting. And Ruby was a was a rebel, and FP obviously is a rebel. 
Okay, uh-huh, I'm done. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> we hope that uh, Lily is not as loony as Alice, though. Eh. Uh, she might be. So, Michelle, that dreaded question. Who do you think is Gossip Girl in this episode? We did reference her a couple of times, and she did speak a few times as well. I promise you more Gossip Girl is coming. I promise you. Just not yet. <laughs> I'm going to go with. Nelly Yuki. Ooh, good choice. Yeah, because clearly Nelly Yuki wants to be in it. She can hold all of the secrets. She, they are just spilling knowledge to her and facts. Mm-hmm. She's loose-lipped. Ooh, loose-lipped no Nelly. One, and no <laughs> one would assume Nelly Yuki. They wouldn't. And I think at this point, because why not just run with it, her whole woe is me is an act love this just to get the information and and if she's not exactly gossip girl and she's head tipper she can tip off gossip girl Mm, okay one of the main minions very good very very good thank you that's all she wrote for tonight i hope you guys enjoyed listening to us yes michelle's clapping (laughs) um we love doing this so Mm -hmm. if you like what you're hearing you might want to go on iTunes. That'd be awesome if you want to write us a rating. If you want to leave us a rating and review on there, five stars is cool. If not, you know, NBD. <laughs> uh, we also have our Gmail account if you want to send us messages on there or if you want to reach out to us on social media. We're Three Gossip Girls Pod on everything. And if you want to just join our community on Patreon, you can head over to ittakes3network.com. Join our little fam and get some bonus goodies. And we'll see you next week for episode 15. Holy crap. Whoa. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Gossip Girls. Girls.